I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. The Dinner Party Show needs your support, and it's not going to cost you a dime. If you're getting ready to shop on Amazon, start at thedinnerpartyshow.com. Click through the Amazon Gold Box on our homepage. And a percentage of those purchases will help support the show at no extra cost to you. The same goes for all the buy links on our site, including our guest products and all the items featured in Christopher and Eric's favorites. Thank you for listening. And thank you for your support. And now it's time for another episode of The Dinner Party Show. Brought to you by you. Hi, I'm Patricia Cornwell, and you're listening to The Dinner Party Show with the wonderful Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. I went to a marvelous party. Christopher, this is only going to work if we speak one at a time. Fine, you first, Eric. From the Sunset Strip in beautiful West Hollywood, California, it's The Dinner Party Show, the Internet's first live comedy variety show with your hosts, New York Times best-selling authors, Christopher Rice. No, there's actually a new study that confirms every other child you see on the street is a ghost. <laughs> and Eric Shaw Quinn. I don't want to talk too much, but... Okay, no, no. We're going to take up a collection for the stained glass window. Now we want the dirt. Featuring reports from their largely unqualified staff of special correspondents. Sex is like Christmas. It's the not knowing what you're going to get that makes it exciting. New York is a giant trash island infested by has-been theater queens. If we're really serious about cutting federal spending, the biggest waste of public funds I can think of is Congress. Two snaps for Jesus! The Dinner Party Show. Everyone gets served. Tonight's live cast is streaming to you live and for free through the dinnerpartyshow.com and our free mobile app. And now, direct from the kitchen by way of the Get out of my office. It's your hosts, Christopher and Eric. Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn, and you're listening to the Dinner Party Show's live cast for September 27th, 2015. And tonight, we will not be discussing the horrible things homophobes and bigots are saying in their attacks on Stonewall, the only major motion picture currently in release about the gay civil rights movement, one of the few ever made. It isn't that we're trying to shield these unwarranted attacks on free speech and the valiant, if dubious, efforts of the filmmakers to try and bring the struggles of a hugely underrepresented minority in film, television, and more particularly, history, to the attention of a broader audience. No, our problem is the attacks on Stonewall aren't coming from bigots and homophobes. Hmm. The attacks on Stonewall seem to be coming from members of the underrepresented minority group in question. The bigots and the homophobes apparently get the weekend off since their work to silence the voice of the gay community is being done for them. What's next, guys? Do we burn down our own neighborhood? All we really have to say on the topic is, if you hate this movie about Stonewall, 
and we haven't seen it, it may well suck. It may well. Why not spend your time and effort working on a better film about Stonewall? Complaining, no matter how much you spend, no matter no matter how much time you spend on it, is not the same thing as doing something. And a boycott of this film only hurts all of our chances of getting another film about gay people made, or a book about gay people published, or getting us included in history in the first place. Good or bad, Stonewall is the only mainstream movie about gay people, let alone our civil rights struggle, that came out this weekend, or this year, or even this decade. God knows we understand taking umbrage with those who would exclude us from the story. Hello, Da Vinci's demons. Hello, Troy. Hello, the agony and the ecstasy. But surely we can do something more constructive than attacking the efforts, no matter how misguided, of those who are willing to do something more than complain and actually put gay characters in the picture. So... Put up or shut up. We're going to do the latter on this one, but know that if you decide to do something more than complain, that we want to talk about. Indeed. Also not being discussed on tonight's show, the story of Delta Flight 1525, which was scheduled to depart Baltimore-Washington International Airport this past week before a baggage handler spotted an escaped tarantula (laughs) in the cargo (laughs) hold. While we are glad the passengers were rebooked on a later flight, we were appalled to note the number of news outlets that covered this story by referencing the film Snakes on a Plane. Stinker. We'd like to say, on behalf of the tarantula community, and on behalf of the diversity of frightening and sometimes dangerous animals which (laughs) managed to get loose in airplane cargo holds, the snake washing of these stories must come to an end, and until it does, we won't be talking about them. (laughs) Uh, Also, we have nothing to say about the Pope that has not already been said. Nothing. He's practically the new Caitlyn Jenner. (laughs) But we will say this. If a major conservative obstructionist political figure resigns every time the Pope comes to visit and shames them into taking responsibility for their hateful, retrogressive, anti-poor, anti-women, anti-minority, anti-immigrant agendas, then we hope he'll be back again real soon. Arrivederci, Fran. We have even less to say about Azalea Banks, who needs to do one of two things. Stop flying on planes or stop using the word faggot in public. Both would apparently keep her from taking over our social media feed, so we're happy to support her in either decision. (laughs) We'd also be in support of her just shutting the fuck up in general, but we don't see a chance of that happening anytime soon as long as people keep paying attention to her. (laughs) So we're going to stop right now, (laughs) right here, by not talking about her. Good for you. As for everything else, it's still on the table on tonight's live cast of The Dinner Party Show. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. Enjoy the hors d'oeuvres, but don't fill up. There's plenty more to come. Welcome back to The Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And we, later in the broadcast, will have two of our favorite guests returning to the show. Jan Burke and Marsha Clark will be here. Yeehaw, but right now you just have to put up with us. Right now you have to put up with us. Sorry, but Jan and Marsha. Jan and Marsha. Marsha and Jan. Where is it? Where is it? I have it. 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 Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. That's our live feed from the green room here at The Dinner Party Show. Apparently they're already fighting and it sounds like... Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. There we Jan and Marsha. So those two girls. Absolutely. <laughs> Famed prosecutor gets her career reduced to a Brady Bunch. That's punchline. right. Only on the dinner party show, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. No, no. I, I would think pretty much anywhere they showed up as Jan and Marsha. It just happens. You <laughs> can't help true. it. We couldn't help it. Very true. So as always here on the dinner party show, we invite you to leave 
I don't know, I'll put in air quotes, honest, iTunes reviews of our show on iTunes, and we promise to read the cleverest line. <laughs> right. The hateful ones, we're not going to read. So, yeah, okay. you don't win anything for leaving hateful ones. Unless they're really clever. Like that thing they do on Jimmy Kimmel where they read, read the hate tweets. tweets. Yeah, yeah, that's actually kind of funny. We're not encouraging you to leave no, mean tweets. No, we're not. We would actually, and we're not reading those unless they're really funny. But yeah. still, that's we, not the idea here. We do have a sense of humor about ourselves, unlike most people We may on read them, but we media. won't give you anything. All right, this line from a review is from Lippy. Sink? Lippy Sick. Oh, Sink, yeah. Uh, no, no, Lippy Sick, I think, is how he oh. or she spells it. All right. Not only do I love Christopher and Eric's writing, but this show is the greatest idea they have had since deciding to put pen to paper and grace us with their literary genius. Aww. Eric, are you Lippy Sick? No, and are you I, w- <laughs> I would have gone with Sink, so no, I, I don't know what, I, that's... Lipsick? I, I don't know. I may. I do a lot for this show on Sundays, and I may have spelled this wrong. I'm okay. willing to concede well, that. Whoever it is, it's really that's really sweet. Wow, yeah, that's great. We have some sweet reviews on there. <laughs> that's like the the we make you make me want to be a better man <laughs> equivalent of uh, you make me want to be just, a better party right, person. A better party person. That's like that's great. Thank All you. Right. And Lippy. I'm r- racing through the business here because Eric and I are both loud bitches with a lot to say about everything. Right. We have another winner to draw for some bright. Brian Fuller swag. Fullerverse swag giveaway continues. Brian came in here laden with just the most amazing presents. We, of course, completely forgot to take a picture of it, so we can't tell you what's going to be in it. But it's a dead cat and uh, which some which frogs. one do we want to do? We could we've got the put we've Tonight, got the daisies one. We've got the it's the, the one Wonderfalls. on the chair. I'm going to be Wonderfalls. real professional. The Wonderfalls. The swag Wonderfalls tonight. swag bag is and tonight. And just a reminder that everyone who called in to his last appearance or asked a question on Facebook was entered into this contest. We have an envelope with your names. Last week's winner with the lovely Samiko Salson, who I think is at the Folsom Street Fair this Designed evening and won't be listening to our show. Set All right, Eric Shaw Muffin Buffalo. Draw the winner. I have shuffled them. Dead Like Knee t-shirt. Muffin Buffalo t It's amazing. Yeah, Phenomenal absolutely. stuff. I hate giving this stuff away. It's so great. I know. Jeffrey. Trev. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Brasher. Brasher, you are the winner of the Wonderful Swag. Congratulations. Congratulations. Good sir. Good sir. I would have a sound effect, but my hands are full of crap here on the Dinner Party Show. <laughs> Not actual crap. Yeah. So Eric Shaw, We have Quinn, somebody to deal with that. We have a crap specialist. We have a crap specialist, a yeah, crap yeah. wrangler. He just sits in the other room and listens and to us talk. crap, yeah. Eric Shawquin, we are only days away from the release of your first really? murder Really, like less mystery. than a week, Thursday, right? Yeah. O- October 1st, Right Murder comes out. You can pre-order stuff. Um, the Kobo, I don't think it's on the site yet, but you can pre-order it, Kobo, if that you're so disposed. And you can pre-order the electronic version on... Um, on Amazon right now, that's both of them are on the. You can either find them at ericshawquinn.com or on the the website. I think the Kobo affiliate link is there. Anyway, we have listeners who use Kobo. Frank right. Lozier is a party person. So you can order. You can pre-order from Kobo, and I think that one's now an affiliate link. So I think it benefits the show. Let me confirm that, but I think that's right. Um, we'll talk to our director of affiliate links. And then starting on uh, the actual day of, on the 1st, it will be- become available, as my friend Pam Covey calls it, as a book book. A book book. A book book. Or um, as uh, a nook book, I guess. A nook book. <laughs> a, a nook book book. A book book and a nook book. Yeah. And then it'll be Kobo and Amazon and... So this week you whatever. put so it all comes out this week. But some of those things you can't advance order. I'm working on it. I'm trying to figure all this out. Well, and iBooks a lot of people is are so complicated on yeah, that I may I'm, never figure it out. But I am trying. But it will be available on iBooks. But you put the question to your social media folks this week. 
Glossy cover or matte cover? Right? I've posted pictures of the cover online, and it kind of looks like a glossy cover to me, but I love matte. I wish I could spot varnish it. I've gotten that so that some of it's glossy and some of it's matte. That would be my ideal choice, but that's not available. That's so not available. So we have to go one way or the other. So, yeah, it looks like it's leaning towards glossy at this point as I'm sort of looking through the um, the responses. Yeah. But... All right. It's well, pretty close. And let me take this opportunity to remind everyone, we've said this several times, and this may be the last time we say it because we are almost reaching capacity at this event, but we are having a party for Right Murder, the release of Right Murder, oh, yeah. in New Orleans, so Halloween exciting. weekend, the day after, and I believe the name of the Gathering of the Ancients Ball is being changed. I'm not entirely sure, but it's the Anne Rice Vampire the Lestat, Lestat Ball. The Lestat Ball that's going to happen the night before Halloween, that Friday of that weekend, in New Orleans, Louisiana. And we are having a special cocktail party to celebrate the release of Right Murder. If you are in New Orleans and you would like to attend, send us a private message via the Dinner Party Show's Facebook page. And we will, um, if we don't reach capacity after this announcement, we'll let you in. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, if we run out of space, it's not because we didn't want you to be there. Also, it's it'll be earlier in the evening, so you can yes. come by and then go to Halloween. You can even come in costume, I yeah, guess, if you wanted it is. to. It is. That would be festive. I, I think, I assume most people will come in costume. Eric will come as Eric, which is a costume unto itself. Right. It and takes I will a lot of work to look like this. tall, nervous, overly <laughs> caffeinated Anne Rice's son. Anyway. Um, I hope Anne will join us. I hope she will, too. She'll be exhausted but from the night after before. the, the stop ball, so we'll see if she's worn down. She'll be and in bed for five Brian days. Fuller, I believe, will also be we're joining us. For him. We're going to pressure is, him. Brian Fuller has said that he's going to come to the ball, and I hope to the party. So I yeah, think there's be... a, I think there's still a question mark next to that. We're going to oh, have to push. Everybody, okay. bug him on Twitter and tell him he has to come. He to has the to come ball. to the Lestat ball so that we can all you can all see him there. Okay, and in the time that we have left in this segment, I just want to say. I think it's widely recognized that this has been one of the most dismal new fall TV seasons on record. And we are holding out hope for Quantico and Blood and Oil, which both come on later this evening. Set your DVRs. Don't stop listening to the show. Right, whatever you do. Yeah. I'm at Quantico looks like it'll be sexy and fun and sort of Grey's Anatomy-ish with a diverse And cast it's that of... hot guy from Believe. I couldn't watch Believe, but I could watch yeah. him. So, yeah. And I am hope against hope that Blood and Oil will be the new sexy, edgy soap opera. Nighttime soap opera. Nighttime soap Although, opera. On par with Empire, oh which my is really God. that Did now. you see Empire this week? It oh, was so, so Oh great. my God, you can't even dyke, right? You can't even dyke. Every line belongs on a t-shirt I with swear, Empire. I yeah. swear. It was such a riot. I was literally screaming <laughs> with laughter. I had an interesting experience. John Wilder was our guest last week, veteran TV writer. He has a new novel coming out. I ordered the discs of a it's called show. Hollywood. Uh, Nobody, Nobody Dies in Hollywood. You can get that at the dinner party show Absolutely. on the website. And I got his show, The Yellow Rose, on um, disc. Which oh, right. I could you order talked about that Amazon. last week with Sybil Shepard. And... It's really, it's a great piece of work. It's, it's making me nostalgic for when TV shows couldn't throw everything but the kitchen sink at your face to make it work. You really <laughs> had to tell a story, and there were strict content guidelines, so it couldn't be too salacious or too... Yeah, they had to walk five miles to get there every to the studio through the snow. Right? Yeah, it was. Our scripts were on tablets (laughs) and they would rust, and we couldn't see. It only could say every other line. Yeah, it was classic TV. (laughs) It was a tougher time. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, so that's what. What? How did you spend this week, other than asking people? in the no questions about the pre-publication process of right Honestly, murder. I'm telling you publishing a book is a lot of work. Yeah, we have like, a lot of listeners I'm who I'm telling have done you it. Yeah. it is I my hats off to all of you and I've had fortunately I have a lot of friends who've done it so I have a lot of people to ask questions of but it's just I would say that's probably been the majority of my week of course they turned off my power 
This is so on fun. Monday, and they're doing, and they're it, doing again it again tomorrow. They're I'm doing so excited to, yes. but they're they're doing it to fix the grid, so and improve the quality of the grid, which means higher efficiency and a, mm-hmm. and lower energy use. And but still, they're still turning off the power, so they're doing it again tomorrow. So I'm in favor. It's kind of a mixed blessing, but it means that you know at night they turn off your power because who needs power at night, right? I, I know, and in a heat wave, in a heat wave. So how anyway. long? How much longer is this heat wave going to go on? Is it hot everywhere, party people? Is it hot all over the country? Well, I'm ready because for it to be done now. It's I'm miserable thrilled. here. Like really I've miserable. got sweaters that no that need wearing. You yeah. know, like it's just I'm done. Um, so. So yeah, so that that took up a fair amount of time. Yeah, leaving, coming back, going to stay somewhere else, packing, get unpacking. So that that kind of screwed up a couple of days, and then but uh, getting the book published, and you know, of course, there was Empire. Yeah, there was Empire. There was and a lot Black-ish, of new TV to watch. Blackish to watch. Back with I didn't Avengers. Get to see, Love well, Blackish. I had to. I'm still trying to catch up on Monday because they turned off my power. I couldn't yeah. see. I saw managed to see Minority Report, which better than I expected. Better than I expected, yeah. and the Tattoo Lady one, which is Blind Spot. I'm no, not, I'm not, not sure if that's going to work I'm not out. Not going to watch that. A bunch doesn't of tattoos seem like that's going to work out. out. I'm not doing it. I don't get that one. Yeah, maybe a little resentment there because it's the same network that canceled our show. Right of our. Of Hannibal. Why not just Brian keep Hannibal? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't know what that's about. Well, I am sorry to say that we're back with another edition of a little show called Jordan Ampersand Investigates. He's oh my just, god! I understand you did a, a book just signing. Just can't event get away from I know. it. And it, he will he will calm down as soon as your book is out. And it's and, like I'm gonna. It's like having a stalker. Yeah. Okay. I I know. I know. You just, have, just to, had you have to deal with it because my mother put him under a five year contract. So because um, she loves him. Yeah. Absolutely. Here he is. <laughs> You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where the soup is hot, but the heads are hotter. Is our criminal justice system biased against the cute? Are unicorns real? What are books? Why are you Asian? Does breathing make you gain weight? What does the president do? Why is there a Y and an O in the word you? Isn't the letter U enough? Jordan! Jordan Ampersand Investigates starts now. God help us all. Book signings. What are they? How come when an author defaces their own book, it's called promotion, but when I spray paint forever fierce on the wall of my apartment building's laundry room, it's called vandalism? To answer these questions and more, Jordan Ampersand Investigates traveled to a special advanced book signing of the first alleged murder mystery from Eric Shaw Quinn, my old nemesis. I believe you mean your current nemesis? No, I mean he's old. Maybe, but you didn't say it correctly, and it's not like anyone knows your real age. Brandon... I am literally at my wit's end with you. And I am literally the only sound editor that will work with you. Good point. Roll tape, please. Uh, It's not tape. This isn't 1982. It's all digital. Brandon, just press the button on the computer before I completely lose my... Hi, book signing person. Why are you here today? Um, to get my book signed, because I think Eric's funny. Hmm, what if I told you he farts a lot? As long as the book doesn't smell. Book people are hopeless. 
<laughs> oh my God, there are actually people here who are cute and fun. What are y'all doing here, girls? Did you wander in by mistake because you thought it was something cool? No, we think Eric's funny. Oh my God, he's so funny. So funny. And how long have you been waiting in line? About 20 minutes. Uh-huh. And would you still wait in line if I told you that Eric Shaw Quinn has granola? Yeah, sure. Oh, really? Okay. And what will you do when you get up to the table? I don't know. Ask him for some? You're going to ask him for some granola? Are you crazy? It, like, killed all those people in Africa. That's Ebola. You're too stupid to be at a book signing. Well, well, well. Look who it is. How's it going, shit for brains? Well, at least I don't have actual brains. Oh my god. What are you doing here? Oh, I'm just here to buy this coffee table book of Kylie Jenner's used cocktail napkins. I see. And to ask you why you feel the need to deface your book in public just to be famous. Security! Well, it's good to see you still can't answer the tough questions, Eric Shaw Quinn. Oh my God, how many people want to kill you? Here's an answer for you, Jordan Ampersand. You are too stupid to do anything to thwart my publication with this inane series of so-called investigative reports. And if you don't get out of this bookstore this instant, I will have you removed. Fine, I'm leaving. I don't want to be here anyway. Then why did you come? Because I'm a real journalist and I hate you and I want everything you do to fail. Get him, boys. As the world stumbles towards the October 1st publication of Right Murder like a drag queen coming out of a K-hole, once again, Eric Shaw Quinn fails to answer... Brandon, really? Come on, man. Galaga's a classic. Okay. At this rate, it seems the October 1st publication of Right Murder is as inevitable as my next outbreak. So... Wait, Brandon, that was too personal. Would you cut that before the broadcast? Sure, I'll get right on that. Okay, fine. Um, try again. Why not take three? Whatever. With the publication of Right Murder only a few weeks away, it looks like there's not much I can do to stop Eric Shaw Quinn's reign of literary terror from being unleashed upon the world. But you can't say I didn't try. You didn't try. Brandon! Tired of dining alone? Enjoy the dinner party show with friends. Like us on Facebook and become one of our party people. Then, during our live shows on Sundays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, you can join the conversation and post questions for Christopher, Eric, and their guests. During the week, drop in for tasty side dishes, show updates, and fun with the other party people. The Dinner Party Show. You are the life of our party. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn. And now, it's time for The Dish. We hope you kept your silverware. Welcome back to The Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And the lovely Jan Burke is joining us. Hi, everyone. Hi, Jan. Hi. <laughs> and the chair next to Jan is empty, unfortunately. 
This is, I was going to say this was a dinner party show first, but actually it is the second time we have had a guest arrive mid-show. Can anyone out there remember the first time? Can any of our party people remember? Do we have a prize? No, I can remember. I'm going to spoil it for you. It was Laura Benanti when uh, we used to do a two-hour show. Well, she showed up for the second hour and came. She came straight from the plane. Yep. I think she came from the airport straight to mm-hmm. here. It was, it was a storm or something. New York was. Totally well, she, we, we knew she was going to be late. The other guest was Chad Hodge, who's been on the TV writer, been on the show several times, and they had done the Playboy Club together. And he said, "I'm bringing Laura, but she's going to come in late, so it's just going to be exactly like an actress." And I see Marsha Clark coming through the studio she's now. Running down the halls. Yes, we were tempted to maybe <laughs> on her frequent diner card. We're going to give her half a fork on the frequent <laughs> diner card. And we're acting like it's not significant that Jan is here. And here, Marsha's here. She's hey. coming on. She's hey. on the show. Hey. She's on the show. I wanted to see Carnage. <laughs> I wanted to see Bloodshed. <laughs> <laughs> traffic that bad, there better be limbs flying. <laughs> <laughs> we're live. We're live. We're live. Sorry. <laughs> the video's not live. You can ignore the cameraman putting the camera in your face. But welcome back to the dinner party show, Marsha Clark. Oh, we're so, so glad. You're here. here. My apologies. Oh my god. So, yeah. it, it's LA. There's carnage somewhere. Cheer up. Somebody's <laughs> dead somewhere. <laughs> Somebody's dead. <laughs> you used to be the DA, you know. <laughs> Yeah, pull, pull that microphone up to your face. Oops, and get sorry. Those, yeah. Here we go. Here we so, go. Actually get her on the show. Everyone remembers okay, very... Now we're not going to... Now we're going to... I don't gonna, really need him doing. Yeah. Everyone remembers very fondly the first time oh you God. all came on the show together. One of my favorite things we have ever done on the show. And Jan, you brought with you that time... Let's, we don't want to call them goofy murders, but they were strange murders. <laughs> wacky strange crime yeah. wacky crime blotter. <laughs> and we felt a little weird and hinky afterwards. I we didn't. Were, we I were, thought they were hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> we were laughing about people dying. But this time you have brought a selection of headlines of a similar nature, but maybe not quite exactly yeah, the same thing. Yeah, I, th- I thought we'd start out with just the, the merely, you know, mayhem and wounding kind of things. Okay, mayhem <laughs> yeah, and wounding. Yeah. Right, yeah. the sort of thing um, one encounters on the drive slowly. through Los Angeles. <laughs> well, one of my favorite things is sort of the Armadillo Revenge Month, um, which happened a, a few months ago, where a guy in Texas shot an armadillo and the ricochet came back and hit the guy in the head. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. yeah, he wasn't killed by the ricochet. Oh, God. I, and we don't know the fate of that armadillo. But it was the second time armadillos had made the news for something like this. Um, because in Georgia, <laughs> and this is, this is really spectacular, in Georgia, a guy shot one and the ricochet went through the, this is going to shock you, the trailer. Uh, this took place in a trailer park. <laughs> Oh, I could not it, see that it coming. Went, really. It went through a trailer into the recliner in which his mother-in-law oh. was sitting and oh. shot her in the back. Is she? Uh, she, she survived. Oh, which yeah. is worse for him. Yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure the marriage is surviving. <laughs> but, <you know. laughs> Certainly oh not God. Thanksgiving. Yeah. No. <laughs> so the message to be taken from all this, children, is don't shoot the armadillo. Yeah, leave don't have him alive. Or There's, they make um, a great cover story if you're planning to shoot your mother-in-law in the back. <laughs> yeah. I was sure, I just point. fired at that armadillo. Yeah. I was just shooting at you. Yeah. Also for yeah. sure there was an armadillo. Was a yeah, sure there was. Sure there was. was. <laughs> that's that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Like... yeah. The other one was the guy who wanted to kill a spider with a lighter. Um which might have worked out 
cruelly, but okay. You're right. That's a little except, twisted. Except, like, except he to? did this in a gas station while he was pumping gas. Oh, my God. <laughs> and caused... Yeah, this is a Darwin uh, Award nomination. <laughs> this is definitely... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is a Darwin yeah. Award evening, yeah. I think, yeah, is what yeah, this is turning into. Yeah. Is this the story we're seeing the video of? I clearly haven't watched this video, but I see the still of the guy at the gas station surrounded by flames. flames. Yeah. He was trying to kill a spider. Yes. After, uh, <laughs> With a lighter. With a lighter. While yeah. he was pumping gas. Yeah. And... So he set the gas on fire. Yeah, is, I, I guess mean, the... I, I didn't hear that his mother-in-law was in the car or anything, but I'm, <laughs> but that was that was. No, I'm sure did, he burn? Yeah. did he did he shuffle off his mortal coil? No, he he survived that. Did that's, his car? That's in a way really too bad. Yeah, yeah you know? the gas station owner is probably a little ticked off yeah. at him. But yeah, yeah, the gas station owner yeah. wants your yeah. number, Marsha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. his own car, so yeah. the car yeah. is history. The like car. I'm just, I'm getting the picture. Yeah. I haven't seen the videos. So I we'll I, I haven't seen the video either. I want I, the videos on the internet are so upsetting. I just look at the still and I go, yeah, I'm not watching that. Yeah, I don't, exactly. I want to see a guy. Yeah, you know, I don't understand this being cruel to animals, insects. All the, what is up with that? Well, we're Why a, is that a thing? What's going on here? We're in a rash of um, snake videos, which I can't tolerate. And it was, I guess, because we were in a heat oh, wave here for so long. Really? Shut up. You're going to bring up my snake my book heart. again. Just he wrote that damn book. With the snake with in the, the car. With the snake attack in the, yeah. the car and the water. Like, but, it was the most, if it hadn't been him, if it hadn't been his book, <laughs> I would never have finished reading it. Yeah, <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. And I'm really sorry. And what's the name of The Heavens Rise? The Heavens Rise. It's, the heavens it's rise. a nice it's plug. at the dinner party show.com. It's a nice plug that you always do. But there was all these videos that Twitter and Facebook now do this autoplay thing where it just starts playing automatically Mm -hmm. and you can't stop it. And it was like, these people found a rattlesnake in their laundry room and I'm running away from the computer because I can't stop it in time. All right, that's my that's my snake uh, story of the of the week. Okay, that's enough snake stories. Any more? Well, I give you a couple of just just news stories I thought were fun. One was the headline from Wisconsin that. The Wisconsin Supreme Court held a moment of silence for crooks. <laughs> and it, tur- uh, uh, <laughs> it turned okay. out to be there was a... Because where would they be was, without crooks? Exactly, They'd have to go out so, of business. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Good there point. was a Judge Crooks, a, oh. a Justice oh. Crooks. And, and uh, the headline writer had... Had, had some fun. Had, had, that, had a little fun and okay. left out the, the guy's title. You know, it's okay. almost too easy. That crime and, writer is yeah. a little too, right. you know. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, well, um, it's a toss-up here between the Nutella war at um, Costco and the Pope's drinking water. But since we are short on time. No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Nutella war? Oh, yeah. At, at the Burbank Costco, a 24-year-old man punched a this. man in his 70s in the face because... They were having Nutella on waffles as the little sample thing. Oh, yeah. And um, this guy, uh, the 24-year-old, took uh, like three of the four remaining samples. And when the elderly man reached for the fourth one, grabbed his wrist, and the elderly man had the nerve to say, hey, you know... (laughs) You're grabbing and my wrist. Right, you boom. Yeah. And boom. He punched Gets him out because he yeah. was unwilling to share. Right. Now, in all right. fairness, have you ever had Nutella on a Whoa. waffle? Because it's really is good. Is it really good? <laughs> yeah. Wow. It is really good. I'm not sure if it's See, punching I think it's in all the different face now. Good, but it's so yeah. good. That could be their it, new tagline. Yeah. It's so good, you'll uh, punch you know, somebody in the face maybe, for another bite. Maybe so. during the 11 years this guy may spend in prison for yeah. doing that. Yeah. Um, is that what we think? Yeah, they'll serve him some. Will yeah. it be 11 years, that, you think? Up to, up to. Good. Up you know, to, yeah. Up to. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. a little elder abuse. Uh, yeah. yeah. But then he can be the official Nutella spokesperson. Like, this man would go to prison for 11 years 
for Nutella. Right. Yeah. Okay, so what's but the other the one? Fi- the final one is that a congressman swiped the Pope's water glass huh. after the Pope. Do we know spoke, which congressman? Congressman Brady. It, it would have to be a Democrat. Um, <laughs> In New Jersey. Oh, because um, that's the big divide. He's, he's, he's apparently a devout Catholic and was so excited. He watched the Pope drink from this glass and then apparently hurried up and took the glass with him and took it back to his office. Did John Boehner punch him in the drank. face? <laughs> no, no. I wondered if him. John Boehner's tears might have been in there as yeah, well. Yeah. That, that would have really, you know. The but tears no. of a clown. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Well, you know what? You know, I, I understand. My grandmother did a similar thing when we were on a plane with Mother Teresa. Yeah. She took her drinking glass? No, she, uh, Mother <laughs> Teresa got up to use the lav, and um, when she finished, <laughs> my was, grandmother this going? <laughs> made a beeline for the lavatory as if being the first one on that toilet right after Mother Teresa was oh, going to no. be no. an important thing. Bless and, my bottom. <laughs> and my, who was, my grandmother is not Catholic by any means, but Mother Teresa, she cuts across all, you know, barriers. Mm. She's very popular. And the mm. flight attendant's response before my grandmother got in the bathroom was, I wiped down the toilet. <laughs> oh, like, don't I you, saw you coming. Don't you try to get a posterior <laughs> blessing from a Delta Airlines toilet. <laughs> a contact any, blessing. Yeah. 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 I'm glad my grandmother doesn't oh. listen to the show. That's good. But she did you it. You can't get blessings off of toilet seats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't you think you can anyway. get them out of the Pope's drinking glass either, really, frankly. I just, I, you know, really, that's... Pass it around. You know, I'm thinking like, I, you know. I guess, you know, whatever, souvenirs are souvenirs, but that's a little twisted. Yeah. I well, you so. know, Catholics are always about the relics, right? So you he know? is Catholic, so that would be yeah. the to develop. Yeah, so I guess, it, I guess it does have yeah. the blessed drinking glass but of our you know, I, I know a lot of Catholics that would have left it up there on the podium. <laughs> yeah, like just it's, yeah. it's the Pope's saliva. It yeah, belongs up there. It's a water okay. glass. But this Pope is so beloved. This Pope is like the rock star of all time. I am yeah. telling really. you. Yeah, Not really kidding. Is. I mean, he's kind of amazing. It has been the only story on the news this yeah. week. We were just commenting on yeah. it earlier. It's been the endless, yeah. right. endless. And I wish that they had taken more time to report on the things he was actually doing. Like, he spoke to a joint session of the Congress, and he spoke to... Uh, the UN, uh, the UN General Council, mm-hmm. or whatever it was, the General Assembly, I guess it is, mm-hmm. the, the UN. But the footage was of everybody in Central Park. It's like, right. I'm sure there are a lot of people in Central Park, and that's really great. But yeah. that's not actually the story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, and enough about the Pope. We have two wonderful, talented women that's who right. are not the Pope here on the Dinner Party <laughs> right Show. Here for ma- right murder madness. Yes, as you may know, we are celebrating the countdown to the release of Eric Shawquin's first murder mystery, Right Murder. Yay! Yay! And so, along those lines, we are asking both of you to list Mm. your top three favorite mystery novels of all time. And we are going to compile all these. We had some other guests do this as well. And then we're going to post them to the favorite section at thedinnerpartyshow.com. Excellent. Who do we put on the spot first? Marsha, since you arrived late. I arrived late. And, of course, I bitched to you an email about this. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're killing me, dude. I know, right? I can't do that. It's so hard to narrow it down to three. I know. It's not fair. We were talking about that last week. Well... You know, we'll allow some fudge. Some fudge. Some, some fudge bit of area, okay, yeah. Because I had to disqualify, I had to choose, but you can sort of yeah. fudge around in there. Well, okay, so, you know, I mean, I'm totally, this is not, this is not because she's your mom, but mm-hmm. The Witching Hour is like 
one of my top all-time great, like, crazy-making love this book. I hadn't yeah. thought about that. Are we, yeah. So we're going to call that a mystery? I okay. do. Okay. I do. I think it's, it's more, really it's like, disappearances. Yeah. And, the mystery it, of what I Lasher is. I thought about okay. it, but I guess you're really sort of right. There is a right? great deal of, like, it's written very much like a thriller. It, it was God knows I'm not going to stand on ceremony if my mother's listening <laughs> on this one. So, yeah. No, I okay. thought about it, but so, I think that's a really interesting choice Oh, thank you very much. I mean, you know, I just had to go for, like, you know, what do I just absolutely love? Sure. So another one that James L. Roy, of course. Okay. Um, L.A. Confidential. I hate to be so predictable, but it really is terrific. And mm. I love all his books, but that one kind of right. was That's the iconic really the one for me. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's where the fudging comes in. Okay. Hey, by the way, you know what I want to say? Okay, thinking you're about just your mom. Str- you're <laughs> deflecting. You're deflecting. I can see I'm it not, in your I'm eyes. Not, not. No, I just thought of something. I, I, and I think of things so rarely that mm-hmm. I want to commemorate the occasion. <laughs> but you, so have, you have one of my favorite, all-time favorite um, script Hollywood writers on your show all the time, Brian Fuller. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I oh, love yeah. him so much. It's crazy. He's wonderful. Oh, he's yeah. amazing. You're one behind him on the Frequent Diners. We have a Frequent Diners graphic. Not, People who've been on the show a whole bunch, we right. count it, and you're one behind him although because you were late we may give you half a fork instead oh. of a whole fork <laughs> I'll make up for it I'm going to get for it no. by giving more names more yeah. and more names right 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 all the pressure yeah because it's um, really it's a very high, high stakes competition it is high stakes right. this is worse than court um wait <laughs> the, uh, well, that's, heard it here, folks. that's a pull quote worse than court <laughs> Marsha Clark on the dinner party show I'd rather retry OJ than be on that goddamn show again. You know, kind of. <laughs> Another one is Fingersmith by Sarah Waters. Oh, okay. I haven't read oh, it. Oh, wow. Phenomenal. If you haven't read her, read her. She's a, she's a Brit. So, you know, like yeah. so we don't always know all the good writers. She's written a bunch of stuff. But the Fingersmith is kind of amazing, an amazing mm-hmm. book. And she does a lot of period work. Wonderful. So, yeah. Another one, Concrete Blonde by well, you, Walter Mosley. You did three. You're in the oh, clear. Like, you yeah. made it. But Concrete See, Blonde by Walter Mosley. Okay. Making wonderful. up for my latitude. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's, we'll that's really, that's real. yeah, that's a great list. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea of including the uh, the witching hours. Oh, you just like my mom, like we all. I really do. Yeah, we I all actually do. I'm crazy yeah, about your mom. Yeah. But that's not really it. It's one of those things where it's, it's like I was watching Donnie Darko. Not, yes. Not Donnie Darko. What's the, is that the right one? No, what's the name of the... The you're, one where I know the one with the, it's it's yeah. it's um da, 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 it's it's uh, the, our neighbor Johnny Depp yes and he's is it Donnie Dar it's Donnie no, it's Jake Gyllenhaal no 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 what's happening I'm Wait, talking about I, the movie you know it's a, it's, it's a like movie a where he plays an undercover cop oh in <laughs> Donnie Brasco Brasco very different movie yeah. no crazy but yeah I was watching the movie guy. and about yeah. halfway through I went oh my god this is a this is written like a romance like that they meet in a bar and right. you see the development of the relationship and they eventually break up and one yeah. of them is destroyed by it's like oh my god they wrote this as a romance I, I Tripping, you know huh? like sometimes yeah. ta- writing something out of context and, and seeing suddenly seeing um, Witching Hour as yeah, absolutely as a thriller is like oh that's a perfect description it we're really gonna is. take a short break here on the I'm dinner not, party I'm show keep right on and talking. then we're gonna be back with Jan <laughs> Burke's favorite mysteries and then we're gonna ask you that Johnny Carson question of what you're both working on now all right. Oh. <laughs> I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. The internet is full of people talking about stuff they hate. So on the dinnerpartyshow.com, we've decided to launch a new feature that's all about stuff we love. That's right. It's called Christopher and Eric's Favorites. 
Each month, we'll recommend a variety of products we just can't live without so that you can enjoy them too. You can visit Christopher and Eric's favorites at thedinnerpartyshow.com, and that's where you can also sign up for our newsletter and be the first to know when new favorites are added to the site. And remember, if you use any of the buy links on thedinnerpartyshow.com, a percentage of your purchase will help support the operation of the show. First she said, what? Oh, dear me. Hey, I'm Jonelle Sams, and aside from being the host of Live from Poison Creek and the relationship columnist for thedinnerpartyshow.com, I am also an avid murder mystery fan. So, when I found out that Eric Shaw Quinn had written a new murder mystery called Right Murder, I was excited. And then I found out it was the first in a new murder mystery series. Well, I near about got the vapors. So then I read it. Well, I'll tell you what, it is not what I was expecting. Oh, it's a murder mystery, all right. There's plenty of murder, most foul, every time you turn around. But it is also gossipy. (laughs) Eric has lived in Los Angeles for a really, really long time, and it shows. Right Murder is chock full of enough behind-the-scenes Hollywood dish to make the tabloids blush. And funny, well, that Eric... Right Murder is about a certain has-been blonde bombshell. No, not that one. And the ghostwriter that she's done wrong. <laughs> no, not him. Sounds familiar? Anyway, they used to be best friends until she did him dirty. Well, now the fat's in the fire, and like it or not, they have to work together to find the killer and clear their names so that they can go back to being the kind of Hollywood trash that would shock Jackie Collins. I'm telling you, this right murder, I'm enjoying it so much, I may have to ask for forgiveness, but I'm going to finish it first. (laughs) I got my copy of Right Murder already because of working on the show and all, but you can get your order in early so you get a copy as soon as they come out October 1st. Find out how at thedinnerpartyshow.com. I am telling you, order your copy today. Right Murder. Fame is murder. You're listening to The Dinner Party Show with Christopher Rice and Eric Shaw Quinn, where dessert is the most important (laughs) meal of the day. Welcome back to The Dinner Party Show. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And joining us for this installment of Right Murder Madness is Marsha Clark and Jan Burke. Thank you, ladies. You are Thank just you for as us. mad as any murderer we know. <laughs> the book that you mentioned, Blonde Faith by That's Walter Mosley. Thank yes, you so we much. Yes, we have a title correction. Yes. Blonde Faith by Walter Mosley. So, Jan, your three favorite mysteries. We've already heard from Marsha. Well, the first one up, is Marcia. one that... <laughs> 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 is one that... Um, I mentioned the last time I mentioned it around you. We were on a panel about sex and the mystery. Oh, were and we? And it's uh, Red Harvest by Dashiell Hammett. Oh, that and John Wilder picked our that last guest. week. No, he yeah. picked the Dane Curse, I think. Oh, did he? Yeah, I think he okay. picked the Dane. So Red anyway, Harvest. Go ahead. So Red Harvest is a first novel, wow. and it's astounding when you read it to to think about that while you're reading it. Mm-hmm. It's it's an amazing work. And it has one of my favorite characters in all of crime fiction in it, Dinah Brand, who's just no good. Um, <laughs> and yet, Love you that. know, and yet completely lovable. Just no you know? good. So, That's and, and it has some of the sexiest scenes without there actually being sex 
in the book. Okay. Um, just because of the exchanges between her and the Continental Op. Um, and so that's that would be my first. I reread Josephine Tay's Brett Farr every year. Um, just to humble myself <laughs> completely because I'll never be that good. But but it's just a fantastic um, book of um, it's it's small setting mm-hmm. relationships and and the tension is just incredible throughout it. So mm-hmm. uh, so I love that book. Excellent. Um, uh, finally, would um, be and it's so hard for me to pick one, but I love Charlotte Armstrong. She wrote in the from the 40s to the 60s, uh, or I think early 70s. Um, and she has two. One, Dram of Poison, which I really love, which won the Edgar. But I have to say, probably a little bit better than that, I love Chocolate Cobweb, um, which is a story of a young woman who sort of, um, on a pretext, visits a famous artist and and while she's there, sees an attempted murder of his son. Mm. And she has to insinuate herself in the household then on a more lasting basis and convince the son, you know, that he's that he's in danger. It, it's just very tense, very well done, and Excellent. with twists that you just don't see. I'm going to get a great, like, the thing that I've loved about asking people this question is I love this genre, and I've gotten so many answers of books that... I haven't read. There's yeah. so like I'm getting much a of it. List out of this. Yeah, but there's yeah. so like, much and an education for yeah. people like you guys who are mm-hmm. experienced. This is Right Murder is my first time trying this genre. So the books that you guys recommend, if that was what taught you guys, and I'm I'm uh, being corrected by Shea Butters. John Wilder did in fact pick Red Harvest as well. Okay. So that's two votes for Red Harvest, even wow. though it's not a competition. Yeah. Got yeah. to read that. Yeah, yeah. and there we go. Like, I, last week when he said it, it was like, well, I don't know that book. I'll yeah. have to look into that. But to hear it twice now. Like, Nobody's wow. talking about, about my it. man Ross McDonald. He's my oh, personal favorite. Him. He's yeah. wonderful. I love him. Yeah. He's yeah. Wonderful. Now, one. This is when you name three. You you know, that's I, the know. Problem. I know, yeah. And inevitably, somebody says, what about? And then you go, oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. And there were the yeah. standards like that, but yeah, I, I understand that. Those offbeat, personal favorite where you read it and you went, that was actually really amazing. Yeah. yeah. It steps yeah. away from the crowd. Yeah. It's just, yeah. No, yeah. I, that, that's where favorites are. Like, you can certainly have God, I love finding a, a, a prolific author where it's like, and now I can just read these you books can binge. <laughs> for months. But if they're dead, you don't yeah. want to finish. I remember I motored through Chandler and I was like, oh, yeah. I'm not going to see him at Bowser Con. Yeah. He's not around anymore. <laughs> yeah. There are going to be no more. I should have slowed down yeah. and savored it. I've, yeah. I've actually not read all of Ross McDonald for that reason yeah. I, because I want it to the, last. The Confederacy of Dunces conundrum. Yeah. Like I would only read a chapter a day because I wanted it to last for as long as possible because there weren't going to be any more books. Yeah, absolutely. I get yeah. it. Yeah. All right, yeah, so let's go to the standard interview question. What are you working on next, right. Ms. Clark? All right. So finally I get a softball. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of puppies? Are you pro-puppy or anti-puppy? It depends on the puppy. I don't know, Chris. <laughs> So anyway. Make it difficult, Marsha. <laughs> <laughs> well, it does. I mean, you know. I take the easy way. It's a lawyer Marcia, thing, Marcia. right? Right. <laughs> Sometimes. But anyway, um, I just finished my fifth novel. It's a new series starting oh, with it's, uh, Samantha Brinkman, a uh, defense attorney oh. with a very troubled past. She's a tough ass, but she's uh, wild. And she was a wild child who somehow turned into, um, got her, pulled her shit together and wound up becoming a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's got some very interesting quirks to her. <laughs> Excellent. And, and so she... in the first book, it's going to be Blood Defense. It comes out in April, okay. April 5th. 
Wonderful. on Amazon. I'm with oh, Amazon. Oh, welcome Excellent. to the club, Miss Clark. Did you did it too, right? <laughs> I did it. Yeah, I was. Go the up. Vines was published by 47 North, and my backlist was brought out by Thomas and Mercer. Yeah, it, so yeah. you know, so far I'm really loving it. I was yeah. afraid to do this, you know, and all that. But yeah. and you know what? Oh, we had an author dinner, and I met somebody who knows you. Oh yeah, yeah. He's with um, Amazon too. Yeah, uh, absolutely. You, I bet you know who it is now. I can't. I, I, it's an interesting crew of people, and yeah. it, it is um, somebody from Amazon or another. I think, author? No, another author. Yeah. Yeah, the Author. authors. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Amazon does a lot of filming out here in LA for their YouTube channel called Kindle's Most Wanted. Excuse me. Right. And oh, they, right. Uh, yeah, they well, were I out can... here and they had a big dinner, and yeah. I was actually supposed to be at that dinner, but yes. I had something else. To, I think I had to clean out Eric's closet or something. I don't know why it was. It was some, <laughs> you were very closet. much with. Closets are very <laughs> well organized. Are very clean. Well, they're packed, yeah. but they're yeah. very well organized. Thank well, you. Well, congratulations. Thank I you. hope that'll be a, an exciting new development. And you know it is, but they want two books a year, so I'm already I'm copy editing the first one and I'm writing the second one because yeah. they will <laughs> honestly I love yeah. having deadlines like I get more done with deadlines oh, yeah. I even give myself deadlines yeah. because writing to a deadline gets things done it's absolutely really? true yeah. it's Does really it. true yeah they'll yeah. you'll be more prolific for their asking yeah. yeah yeah oh no I you know what I always wanted to do two books a year and I because I think it's a really bad thing that authors disappear for an entire year yeah you know and, and if they really like your stuff then they, they want it more quickly yeah. people are used to binging now so it's and not it builds you know? your inventory faster that's that also way. yeah really true and, you've got are you taking your is your list gonna stay where it is and you're you're gonna start a new list with them or I think, well, I think what they're doing with Chris may be, you know, they'll still be, the books that I already wrote, the Rachel Knight series, right. the first four, will still be selling through Amazon. Oh, so. yeah, but they'll remain with your former publisher. Right, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. totally. Just... Jan Burke, what are you up to? You're being What's very quiet over Jan Burke. <laughs> I was fascinated by, by Marcia's answer. I'm um, finishing up my chapter for an amazing book called Anatomy of Innocence, which is collecting the stories of people who are exonerated um, and telling different aspects of their life while imprisoned and wow. and uh, wow. and That's talking really about an that interesting and subject. what happened to them and their cases. And I drew an amazing man named Alton Logan who spent 26 years in prison um, due to a a crooked group of cops in Chicago in part, but also because he was, um, there were attorneys who through attorney-client privilege could not reveal um, that they had an affidavit from their client saying that their their client was the one who had done the crime. Whoa. And they, by law, oh because God. of ethics, could not reveal that. But had got him to agree. Well, after they, he was dead, if the guy was still, if Elton Logan was still alive, you know, they they could uh, they could they release could come the forward. information. Oh my so god! So it's, it's wow. an amazing. He's an amazing god, man, that's, that's... and 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 how he dealt with those twenty six years and all that. It, it's it's an amazing story. So I'm finishing up that, and that will um, be out next year. I, I, that whole collection. I've got some great authors lined up working on that. And then I'm Anatomy working on an Irene. So does each Anatomy author of... take a different story? Yes. Each, so your each, chapter is yeah, that guy. Yeah, I'm paired with him, but other writers are paired with other... That's great. Uh, what a great idea. It's a great idea. Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah. yeah. And, and just seeing how people end up wrongly convicted, I think it'll be really good. And also, the great thing is this benefits them um, After Innocence, which is a project that uh -huh. that helps people 
go on with life after their exoneration. Oh, so, that's so, an interesting, that's yeah, yeah, very PTSD kind of situation to be <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, imagine. Yeah. The Shawshank, yeah. Yeah. right? I can't well, stand I mean, out of being out of prison now. A lot of these people lost now. their youths, yeah. you know, yeah. essentially, to Yeah, this. to being in that So I'm place. doing that, and I'm working on another Irene. So. Excellent. Yeah. The Irene yeah. Kelly yeah. Mysteries yeah. are your long-running series for which yeah. you won an Edgar Award for Bones, which is available at thedinnerpartyshow.com. Always be selling. Right? <laughs> right? Absolutely. Well, this is wonderful. It was so great of you all to come back and help us celebrate the imminent right? publication of Eric's book. My joining We've the We've got 15 the whole minutes without talking about right murder. Oh, my God. Right, right murder. W-R-I-T-E. Murder. Excellent. It's great. It's going to be wonderful. I, I, I hope so. I hope everybody's going to enjoy it as much as I've enjoyed doing it. But I've always been a huge murder mystery fan. Who, who was your first? Who got you hooked? My, like Your gateway Nancy, drug. Nancy My Drew. Gift. Like, literally, Carolyn King. Have we that's, talked about yes. it? Yes. Yeah, it's Nancy King. Drew. Nancy yeah. Drew. I mean, that was it. And I was, like, five years old. Yeah, kid. And I'm, Yeah. And, I mean, I was hooked. That, that was it. You could I think read that's one why I in, a whole, a in a morning. You could read the whole mystery in <laughs> yeah. the morning. Yeah. I love the ones with maps in them and floor yeah. plans and you stuff. You love oh, it's maps. Really, I do love that. What about you? What was your gateway mystery? The Sherlock Holmes (gasps) stories uh, definitely developed a love, but the one that made me see, uh, was again Hammett, made me see Chandler, Hammett. Those two made me see what else crime fiction could be. It's it's kind of like, I think we all had that kind of experience of sort of like you're thinking it's along this line, and then somebody comes along and says, you know, well, Look at this. So, yeah. So, yeah. 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 yeah we were I mean, talking... we had to get past Nancy Drew because, I mean, even by the time I was six or seven, I realized there's kind of a formula here because every time her dad goes out of town, yeah. <laughs> ooh, a murder falls in her there's lap. Gonna be, there's going to be trouble. And somebody pointed out, I would love to take credit for the line, that it's clearly her father who's committing all the crimes because <laughs> everyone, I don't remember, it's like a joke in something, like her dad did it. I think maybe yeah. it was in a Kevin Williamson movie. Like, I, I've obviously. Also, I've also I referred to her as the girl with the titanium cranium yeah, because right. she gets Bonk. hit on the head. You the know, time. By now, she'd really just be a veg somewhere. But you know, you know but she's yeah. also got OCD. You don't notice in every chapter, every five minutes she showers and changes. She showered and changed. She showered and changed. She showered and I, mean, I get it. I have it OCD. Is. I have OCD. Well, Agatha really sort of transported me. Like, I, I came and Carolyn Keene brought me in or whatever her name actually was. Yeah. And, uh, but Agatha Christie, like you, was it just was, yeah, like we were she talking about it before the show. There was a level of social commentary uh-huh. happening in the context of these other stories, it was like the murders were a way to look into the lives of mm-hmm. these other people mm-hmm. and see them in a different light or under stress or not at their best. And I really, that's always stuck with me. That that's was cool. a, that was a, yeah. an, an aspect of it because it, in the end it's, the dead people are dead. Yeah. You know, like right. yeah. they're not going to be a part of the story. It's going to be the, the people, the suspects and the investigation mm-hmm. yep. that makes for the rest of the story. Are you ready to do Christopher Christopher's looking we, at a piece we, of paper he's ready to read from. We have to tell people about what's happening on the show next week oh, because it's very right. important. It is. It's very important. It's release it, week. It's our right murder release party. And, but here's what that means, party people. You can call our party line at 323-PEZ-TDPS. You can always call our party line. But the most original congratulatory message for Eric is going to win a prize and we are leaving it up to you 
on how to interpret original, which is a terrifying mistake that we shouldn't be making. <laughs> but that's, but we're you know, that's how we roll. That is so how we roll here at the dinner party so show. We will, we we will cannot see. wait to see how that happens. We will see. We right. will see. We will see. We, we will see. And, you know, we're pretty perverse in our judgment choices. Yeah, we are. We are. Yeah, we did something. But we'll share them with everybody. And then, I don't know, maybe we'll let everybody decide what the most original uh, we'll is. We'll talk about this in we'll our production meeting, we'll Eric Sharp. Production meeting over lunch on Tuesday. Absolutely. But meanwhile, that's the plan, mm-hmm. and we'll be. And then the book actually comes out on the first October first, which is this Thursday. Thursday. So Goes I'm very on excited sale about that. I'll have all the retailers. options up there for you by then. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, it's a very exciting time here on the dinner party show. Lord knows it took you long enough to write this thing. So we're finally getting it <laughs> to market. Where God? He loves saying that. Like, I was like, whatever. I, I wrote three romance novellas in the time. Of, no, I'm just kidding. I'm giving him shit. We'll have he to once talk, wrote. Eric. He was. <laughs> No, he once did, I want to say, you were doing those uh, tie-ins for Queer as Folk. I think you had four books come out in one year, and I, I, wrote, I spent yeah. two years writing one. Anyway. I wrote four books in a, in, a, in 18 months. Oh, so, my yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. And then I wrote this one. The, the the following six months, it's just taken this long to bring it out. So yeah. let's not let's yeah. not be too... He's the, quick. The real story yeah. comes out here at the yeah. Dinner Party yeah. Show. Well, we only have, you know, 400 more episodes to talk about it. Right. <laughs> Jan so more Burke, soon. Marsha Clark, thank you for joining us <laughs> thank, again. Thank We're going to give you a full fork on the frequent diner <laughs> thank card. Thank you, in spite of everything. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you. About the drive. Thank you, party people. I'm Christopher Rice. And I'm Eric Shaw Quinn. And you've been listening to The Dinner Party Show. Thanks. I've been to a marvelous party.